Youthink acknowledges the traditional owners of the land that this podcast was made on, the Adnamadna people of the Akara Flinders Ranges, who gave us permission to enter their land as part of Operation Flinders. Adnamadna means rock people, given the tough, rocky, yet magnificent terrain that they have cared for over 60 plus thousand years and still care for today. Youthink is committed to working with and learning from their ancient wisdom and pays respect to their people and culture. It's 4.30am, day one. We met outside the school at 110 Heinley Street, in the heart of Adelaide CBD. First job done. Everyone is here. Angel, Matt, Abby, Chloe, Jenna and Bree. We hit the road to begin the eight-hour drive to the northern Flinders Ranges. Everyone is straight back to sleep for the first few hours, and it's only really as we get out of Melrose and the land starts to dry up that the reality of the trip starts to kick in. Alright, set the scene. Where are you? What's going on? Um, we're up in Whoop Whoop. There, there's a lot of um, red dirt. You can hear a lot of rocks hitting the cars. Guys, they're sheep. Guys, they're sheep. Did you see that? We stop in Copley, now seven hours since we left Harley Street. And for the last time, the students can use a toilet, buy something from a shop and use their phones. Um, Jenna, where, where are we? Can you tell us who we are? Um, we are at, is it Copper, Cooper, Copper Bay, I know, Carrotha, I don't know. Where are we going? Um, we are going to Yankanuni Station, Flinders Ranges. And then what are you doing there? Um, Operation Flinders, a seven to eight day hike in the, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I said I wouldn't do it in the first information session, but then I was convinced by like what my sister said basically that like I can't do it but so yeah like I wanted to prove her wrong and just prove to myself that I can actually do this. I'm afraid I'm going to do certain things wrong like set, setting up a hoochie and tying up ropes and cooking and all that stuff. Angel is this trip something you ever thought you'd do? Absolutely not. I didn't even know it was a thing until it got offered. I was like Operation Flinders where is that? I thought I'd be fucking shitting myself at this point. I don't think I'd ever do a 100km hike. But now nah, I feel pretty good. What are you most excited about? The abseiling. I've never done it before. I'm also excited for the high ropes course. Is there anyone you think is going to need you know, extra support? I'm probably going to keep my eyes on Jenna because she was freaking out a tiny bit on the bus. Maybe grab Abby if she starts freaking out. I think Abby knows how to help her. How do you think you guys will go in a crisis? I cry. Oh my god! I would, I I could try, but I don't know how successful I would be with helping people. If I was the one having the crisis, my god, good luck. If it's other people, I'd probably just ask Abby for help, man. She might be able to help. If not, we're fucked. <laughs> Why do you think you might be able to be of use to others in a crisis? Ah, uh, kind of been told it my whole life by shitty people, so I don't know how good I am at it. Are there any other, like, beliefs about yourself? You're looking at, like, challenge on this trip? Um, most of my family hasn't really done anything with their life, as bad as it is. So I kind of, to me, it's like, it's big, but it's a small thing in my whole life that I have planned. But if I achieve this, it kind of feels like it's going to be like, ooh, I'm doing something in my life. Better than what you ever expected, you know. So even though I'm not in touch with my family, I'm kind of excited to kind of shove it in their face, like, hey, I did this. 
what what have you done with your life? Do you think you'll go and tell your family when you get back? I might tell them, but they'll probably just be like, hey, I survived. You don't have to worry about me dying. Wow, what do you think, if you get through this, what does it make you think about what else you might be able to do with your life? Honestly, if I get through this, I'm probably going to feel like I could do anything. I could become the president or something. I don't know, man. <laughs> 100 kilometers is a lot in eight days, too. It's going to be really fucking tough. We take the turn off out of Copley and hit the first dirt road of the trip. And then it goes a darker shade of red as students hold on to the seat in front of them to keep steady as the 12-seater Des minivan navigates the track. Sleepy energy at the start, now we're all waking up. I think nerves are running high a little. Um, I know there's plenty of things which you miss about um, city life, but what are some things you're looking forward to being able to leave behind for a week? I think this is a really awesome time to focus on myself and um, just the, like being in the experience and just being in the moment. <gasps> Sounds funny, but I haven't been able to take a poo yet. <laughs> One hour later and we see a grizzly looking bushman waving us down in an old Flinders van. We pull up alongside with a sense of safety that we haven't got lost yet. So what you do is you follow it, I'll be filling up the reel in about five minutes, so if you get lost, it's okay, I'll pick you up. Okay, cool. It's the same track. You just follow this track along and Tango 11, oh, it's not far in from there, but if in doubt, just keep going. You ready? Here yep. we go. Jenna. Yep. Brianna. Yep. Matthew. Yep. Chloe. Yep. Abby. Yep. Angel. Yep. Tom. Yep. Go Tango 11. Tango 11. Let's go Tango 11. And then there he is, Ben, Youthix Experimental Learning Manager and Outdoor Guru, standing in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by desert and five 15 kilo rucksacks. How are we? Welcome. Uh, let's jump out, grab all your gear out. Students are taking their first steps into their new living room for the next seven days. Uh, firstly, what I want to do is acknowledge that you are on Undermutna country. Hell yeah. Uh, and for those that aren't aware, uh, Adnamatna people are also commonly known as the rock people. So yeah, want to obviously recognise that this is um, their land uh, and it is a privilege and a pleasure to be able to spend the next eight days uh, on Adnamatna country. So to get stuck into it, uh, we're going to get walking and get to camp for the night, but I want to take you through your packs. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to use Abby's to start with and just show you everything. The top pouch, this is where all the fun stuff is. Hydration sachets, there should be five. If you don't like the flavors, you can start trading. It'll be like Pokemon, but better. <laughs> you've got your hoochie cord. Um, you've got gators. Because there's been so much rain up here this year, um, believe it or not, but this is quite green. Being so green, there's just a lot of seeds and prickles around. Inside the pack, three bottles, three liters. Pretty much you'll get an opportunity to refill every 24 hours. If you're unsure about when the next water refill is, just ask. I'd rather you drink water and no, rather than not drink water. I want to give you two batteries. They're just spares for your head torch, and then that's it. Yep. You start walking around with a stick on fire. Yep. Then you got your sleeping bag. Oh. But now, really, it's over to you to work out what you're going to bring. And then if you want to weigh your bag, we've got bag scales. If you don't want to weigh your bag, if you just don't want to know, you're yep. also more than welcome to do that as well. Sorry, is everything making sense so far? Yes. There's a lot going yeah. on. Do you know how much they weigh as of? Yeah, right. that's what I was going to ask you. Jenna, I've been sitting out here for about 45 minutes, and I've thought to do that and just haven't. We will use yours as an example. 12.3. What's the thing that um, 
young people doing the trip most commonly underestimate as a challenge? Uh, pack weight, I reckon. But that's also a beautiful thing. I think there's a real beauty in carrying everything on your back. Light banter turns to total focus, as the group knows the decision they make about weight now will have a big impact on the entire trip. They all seem like nervous runners before the start of a marathon. You worried about weight, Matt? Of course. I mean, I, I mean, we're supposed to be carrying like, what, a quarter of our weight? And now we're like 50, so 12.5 is already there. Sunscreen, chafing cream, wet wipes. <laughs> First day so it'll be a big challenge. Tape. Like I can't, re- I can't get rid of any of that. Don't carry anything if you don't need it. How many kilos are you aiming for, Brie? Anything under three. It's not going to be under three. Jenna is also feeling the pressure. I can't even get my sleeping bag out. I'm going to sleep on the rocks and dirt. story. <laughs> This is what I mean by I am not independent. There you go. I'm an idiot. Thank you. Thank you. How's it going, Tom M? Um, There's an irony that you're the staff member, yet you're the least prepared for the trip. It's true. Been waiting my whole life for this, though. What um what I would say about Tom is that Tom's currently got Mary Poppins syndrome, and he's hoping that this bag will just have a yeah, there's just there's no bottom to it, but there is, unfortunately. So why'd you bring a PlayStation? Huh? Chloe's doing away. That's 14 kilos. Chloe first away, everybody. Chloe did a lot of scouts as a teenager. But although she feels comfortable with a map and compass, her challenge lies more in handling group dynamics. Socially, I find group environments quite challenging, but I think having a common task that we're all working towards that that makes it so much easier because everyone's focused on the same thing and you're there to support each other what's going to be the hardest thing about the trip for you previously on bushwalking i had a lot of trouble with blisters on my feet once you've walked for long enough it just everything just starts to hurt just trying to remind myself to keep putting one foot in front of the other and just and get where i need to go packs are heavy and there are a lot of pieces as some of the group are almost done Jenna is feeling the pressure to keep up. I'm out of my comfort zone packing those bags because there are so many components of it. I just feel, feel like not confident in my ability. So, yeah, I guess that goes back to just black and white thinking for me, like that I'm not good enough for the challenge of Operation Blinders when I have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Having to use the bathroom in the bush, like the lack of privacy concerns me. I know no one's going to want to watch you use the bathroom, but it's just, you live your life blocking a door, going to the bathroom, and it's like, do I want to drink water? Then it's like, I should, it's good for you, you need to drink water, so. You usually don't drink water? Oh no, I drink plenty of water. It's just I'm thinking like, do I reduce my water intake? But I don't think that's a good idea. Got no besties, no people that you... My best friend with me, I don't have my phone, I can't call my mum, like I have to emotionally regulate and there will be tears, there will be tears, I can guarantee that there will be tears. For Bree, it's mixed emotions as her boyfriend had to pull out of the trip due to COVID just one week ago. Jaden got sick again, he did a rat test and was positive, it's really affecting me because like I knew I could count on him to carry any of the extra stuff. Like my chair, for example. While that's not going to be like 
make or break, but it could be that little bit of comfort that just helps emotionally. The chair or Jaden? Both. Are there some benefits of having time apart? Actually doing it without him would make it sit, kind of show me what it could be like because he won't be there all the time. But I'm very quickly realising that one reason I love doing these trips so much is that I get to spend it with him. Do I actually want to do this as a career or is it just because I get to spend it with Jaden? Yeah. It's very sweet. I know. Hang on. Tears are coming. Oh, I don't want to cry. Can't be yet. Um, yeah. Not great. I'll get to the end. It's just... I gotta get there. Jenna's gonna go the best because I feel like she wants it. She's actually a really fast walker, and I reckon she's a lot stronger than she gives herself credit for. Matt will be on the brink of death, but he'll keep going. He will probably make me laugh in this trip, which would be a good thing. Or banter. I'll probably kick him at one point. Angel, I don't know too well. I think this will be a new experience for her. And Abby, I don't know much. Also, hope for the best for her as well. As she gets out of it, what she wants. Chloe, she really struggled on bushwalking. A lot of it was one what we weren't expecting, and I hope we become closer friends because both the people that um, we usually do these trips with are not here. What you're doing here is super significant. We are individuals that look after ourselves, and then in turn we look after each other. All right, you can't have one or the other. You can look after yourself all the time, but if you're not looking after each other, this is going to be a really big struggle. Likewise, if all you're doing is looking after others and not looking after yourself, this is going to be a really big struggle, yeah? The reality is, is that not everything is going to be amazing. There are going to be some struggles and there are going to be some challenges. There's going to be conflict. There's going to be breakdowns or meltdowns. Maybe just downs in terms of hills. But there's also going to be a lot of highs, yeah? We're going to see some of the best country that like Australia has to offer. To be honest, I'm not sure that you'll do anything as challenging as the next eight days, ever. Nothing about the next eight days in so many respects is going to be normal. The way that we're sleeping, the way that we're eating, the way that we're going to the toilet, <laughs> the way that we're dressing. But I want to be able to stop at any time and be able to see you, all right? If there's a struggle, if you can't keep up, let us know. All right, we'll adjust. We've got about five kilometres to camp. After months of preparation, weekly meetings to discuss and go through all the details, Nothing can actually prepare them for the reality of being alone in the Flinders. We're just a pack and each other. Base, this is Tango 11. Over. Tango 11, send over. Fuck! <laughs> Base, we are stepping off insertion. Over. Oh. Understood. Um, have a good walk Fuck. and we'll hear from you when you get into your night locker. Thank you, Base. Out. Really? Woohoo! Alright. See you, Ben. See you, Jenna. See you, Chloe. See you, Tom. And like that, they're off. My co-driver, Arne, and I literally watch them walk into the bush knowing we won't see them again for eight days. In the next and final episode, you'll hear from our travellers upon their return. See you then, and thanks for listening.